My guest this evening is the uh, Washington correspondent for uh, Infowars.com. He's also an investigative uh, reporter, author of six best-selling books, including New York Times bestsellers, political commentator, and uh, <laughs> which I get a kick out of because uh, it's probably correct, conspiracy theorist. And if you've seen him, I actually have seen him on Fox News, C-SPAN, and MSNBC. Uh, his new book on Amazon uh, just for, just recently uh, was published, or just recently came out, Killing the Deep State. Uh, and we'll talk about that, uh, but it's my pleasure to welcome to Streetwise, Dr. Jerome Corsi. Jerry, welcome to Streetwise. Uh, Lou, it's great to be with you. Thank you. Oh. I'm looking forward. I've been looking forward to the show all week. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you. I, I know. Look, I'm glad to be able to get you to to uh, be my guest because you're all over the place. I don't know how you do it. And you know, you know, it's amazing. Not only are you a good investigator, I don't know how you have fine time to do all these books. You know, you, the recent book, Killing the Deep State. Uh, my understanding is it's the plans to save Donald Trump. Am I correct? Correct. Yes. Hmm. Yes, it, it's about the um, the deep state. I take to be the um, the CIA, the intelligence agencies, and the uh, increasingly the Justice Department and the FBI. Probably include the IRS. They've become very politicized. Um, they've had their own agenda and uh, very um, globalist agenda, seeing kind of. You know, moving farther to the left, especially under Obama's eight years, and uh, very much wanting Hillary to be president. Uh-huh. So the whole, the whole thesis of the book was that this deep state and the mainstream media, which the deep state deeply influences and largely controls, um, did everything possible, including breaking laws to... Um, prevent Donald Trump from being president, and then after he got elected, uh, doing more of the same to try to impeach Donald Trump. And so it's a you know, ideologically driven on the now increasingly hard left of the Democratic Party in agreement with this globalist deep state that thinks we should, you know, enter a new world order, more international control, open borders, all of these ideas that we're trying to deny Donald Trump the benefit of uh, constitutionally accepting the presidency, which he legitimately won. Well, how did they, how were they able to do this? Now, I, I had, you know, I've worked closely with some, with uh, federal agencies in the past, and and with the FBI, and they were above reproach, reproach, I should say, you know? Uh, what was the breakdown? What was the breakdown? I know, it, I know you mentioned it's political, they, they were looking to, uh, how did they? How did they change? Uh, you know, under the Obama administration, where they became politically, where they would get involved in trying to uh, choose or support any particular uh, presidential candidate. How did that happen? Uh, well, I, I think it happened with, um, a, you know, bringing in Eric Holder, who was extremely politicized uh, attorney general from the very beginning. Right. And Loretta Lynch was just pretty much the same, mm. same uh, uh, breed. And the, the whole idea was that this was a, I mean, from the very beginning, look at it, Eric Holder launched this Fast and Furious. His idea was, yeah. he was going to sell, you know, U.S. Uh, gun dealers were going to sell these weapons to Mexico. 
Mexico was going to use them in the gun trade. We we're going to find the weapons, and we were going to say, you know, U.S. gun dealers are responsible. They were going to use it as a means to have gun control, saying, see, we need to control guns because they end up in Mexico through illegitimate dealers of drugs in the Southwest. Well, the truth was, you know, the uh, Department of Justice was pressurizing, pressuring those mm. uh, gun dealers to actually sell these weapons and to sell them to people who the drug, you know, the new known to be connected with the drug cartels and the like. That type of a setup would have been unconscionable under, you know, a rule of law attorney general who went right. gone by the book. And, you know, the, the sad part is it, uh, it, it involved the, the murder of a, a border patrolman, correct? Yes. And, and, uh, with uh, that uh, fast and furious. In fact, we're just now... We are just now getting documents from Brian Terry's death that the Department of Justice refused to hand over to Congress wow. because they didn't want to get out the extent to which it was politicized, that they were working on their own agenda. And this was a, you know, a, a agenda to, to restrict the Second Amendment. Mm. And that's what they've been hiding. And so finally, it, you know, Brian Terry he was a very excellent border patrol agent was involved in a gun battle. Right. One of the weapons used to kill him was one of those marked weapons that was sold to Mexico in the Fast and Furious program. Right. It was shot by a gun that Eric Holder provided into the system. That is amazing. Is, amazing. Yes. We, we, we so, supply, I say we, because came from us, our country, we supplied the weapon that killed uh, a border border patrol agent. Yeah, uh, exactly. A border patrol agent is uh, just a, and you know, there's no consequences for for Eric Holder yeah. or Loretta Lynch. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, the same thing with Hillary Clinton with her, you know, with all of these um, <clears throat> email server and all these emails that she mishandled, including we're finding out some that had secret, you know, ass, uh, this SAP program, special access program, right. That, Named agents, and some were killed. That she open sourced those emails. Um, we we know for a fact. I mean, Trump just last week released, you know, gave a pardon to this Navy submariner who yes. took a few pictures on the submarine and went to prison for mishandling classified information. What was, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it was almost he was act like like a tourist. That, that was his offense, being a tourist, or the tourist, yeah. I should say. And, uh, he wanted to send, to, he wanted to send to his, you know, to his girlfriend right. some pictures of the submarine, and so he, um, you know, violated the rules of handling national national classified information. That you just can't do that. You can't show the classified inside workings of the submarine uh, to the public. So, but Hillary Clinton. And these thousands of emails, which including thirty thousand, were just supposedly wow. lost, or you know, were not supposed to be relevant. And and the ones that we have that have been found, including on Wiener's laptop, it's obvious that you know hundreds of classified emails were being circulated over Hillary's private email server, and then forwarded by Huma Ahmadine yes. to her Yahoo account. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, and, and they didn't go to prison because, again, politically, the Department of Justice 
the FBI were going to protect Hillary Clinton and the Clintons. But what was their purpose? Why would they do that? It's just to me, you know, I I can't understand being in law enforcement over five decades. I well, cannot it, understand. It's just mind-boggling, you know? I know, Lou. To you and me, you know, who were raised in the era where the FBI was, you know, uh, Efren Zemblis Jr. and we had television <laughs> shows. You know, we all admired the FBI and we all thought that they were the, the best in law enforcement. I mean, it's quite a it's shock, but here you've got Bill Clinton and I attribute it again back to the CIA when Bill Clinton is in Arkansas and, um, CIA is flying in plane load after plane load from Columbia with cocaine yeah. in the Hope, Arkansas when he's governor. And, you know, the CIA has been running the drug trade and involved in the drug trade since it was the OSS before World War II. All this Air America, uh, the books, books by Douglas Valentine, which have, you know, exposed this drug trading of the CIA. Hillary, you know, Bill Clinton, I think, was compromised uh, by the CIA going back that far and, and protected then as a consequence by the CIA. You know, I've got a whole series of books here, um, books by McCoy, who are, you know, a, a great book. This book I'm holding in my hand right now by Alfred McCoy. Right. Politics of Heroin, the Complicity of the CIA and the Global Drug Trade. I mean, it's fully documented, but yet we want to think that the CIA isn't, you know, involved in these underhanded and criminal activities, which it is. Amazing. Just uh, the HSBC money laundering scandal. Uh, John Cruz walked into the branch, the customer relations uh, ship officer walked out of the branches in Long Island with a thousand pages. No one would look at them. He had records of accounts that were being money laundered through HSBC Bank. He brought them to me. I worked 25 years in financial services. I knew immediately what I'm seeing. Wow. So I, I take one of these accounts. I call up a gentleman in New York City in Manhattan who is a real, he was managing apartments. He said, uh, sir, is this your social security number? You know, the gentleman's about 80 years old. He said, how did you get my social security number? I said, well, I said, maybe you better have your lawyer. He said, is this your account in HSBC? Did you just run a million dollars through it last week? Wow. So I closed that account two years ago. And I said, you better have your lawyer contact me because I've got about 50 pages here you're going to want to see. Because HSBC has been running about $10 million through accounts you don't think you have, but it's under your Social Security number. Now, I brought that information to the Senate Permanent Investigating Committee, brought that information uh, to the Department of Homeland Security. We met downtown in Manhattan, lower Manhattan, at a building with no windows. And Loretta Lynch, a Robert Mueller was was FBI had. Loretta Lynch left them off with a $1.9 billion fine, mm. which was a slap on the wrist for the amount of money that they were money laundering. And they all covered up, including Comey, who was on the board of HSBC when that was being done, head of, subsequent head of the FBI. And they didn't want to let the public know that it was the CIA that was running the money through those accounts. I mean, how can you have a drug trade if you're not running the money through a bank, you can't have, you know, what a semi truck full of hundred dollar right. bills is going to do you any good. Mm. Well, yet uh, uh, 
uh, Obama was able to send billions of dollars to Iran in cash. How was he able to do that, right? Well, he was able. He was able to transfer that. I'm just. I'm just uh, joking. But I mean, but no, serious. How was he able to do that, right? In cash. That, that that needs to be investigated too. Yes. Where did that money go to? Where they come from? Where they go to? Yeah, in cash. How do you do that? Without, Look, uh, can you imagine the calls? I mean, this is why we write the book on killing the deep state. We got to put an end to this. Right. Yeah. I mean. Obama calls up and says, well, you know, I want to send a billion dollars, calls the Treasury to Iran in cash. They say, well, Mr. President, uh, and I, by the way, I want to send it in euros, not dollars. I said, well, Mr. President, President uh, we don't usually do this, Mr. President. Could we um, do it through a wire trend? No, I want to send cash on Army transport planes or Air Force transport right. planes. I want to send the cash. Well, Mr. President, we don't have, you know, billion dollars a year was just lying around here, you know, it's ridiculous, and yet this is what the deep state does, and then it covers it up and anybody who wants to expose it is considered a nutcase or a conspiracy Absolutely, yes, yes exactly right, you know your book just came out, this I think this month in March, The Deep State and uh, uh, you can get it by Amazon I'm just talking to the audience, if they're, you know I, I right. advise you to look at, to look at the, you know, to check this book out. It really exposes, you know, actually your book is what the authorities should have done. You know, you're, uh, you're like an old time, when not, and not, I'm talking about your age, an old time, uh, federal investigator with all the information that you brought forward. Right. And, uh, it just, I gotta ask you this, it's, Besides all the great books that you wrote, and none of them are, are uh, none of them are fiction, by the way, the audience I'm talking to, and uh, yet, how did you uh, you uh, get uh, in, you know I'm, you know just I'm, I'm amazed that what you put together. How did you, Doctor Jerome Kirchy, uh have an interest in, in, in exposing all these different things that should be exposed? Well, I, I mean, I, I've been p- opposing the fraud and criminality. Uh, it's been the core of my career. I wrote a book on the Clinton Foundation uh, called Partners in Crime on right. criminal activities of the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. And I, uh, that, that deeply led me into the criminality at the heart of the Clinton and Obama administration, the deals that Hillary and Obama made together. I mean, I devote a whole chapter to killing the deep state show with Hillary wow. and Podesta that were making money, selling military technology to Russia under the reset of uh, this new Russian nuclear missile they call the Satan that evidently we can't shoot down, which uses the hypersonic technology that Hillary sold from the U.S. military to Russia. Right. And yet they blame Donald Trump for colluding with Russia. It's ridiculous. He never had a conversation with them prior to being president. That's my understanding. Personally, he never well, he, had... He, yeah. he probably did about you know hotels and beauty yeah. contests, but I mean, here's Hillary, you know, and Podesta. I even in the book tracked down the bank accounts mm. and, and and the Russian you know mobsters and criminals who were involved in doing offshore payments through. I found it in the Panama Papers to John Podesta, and then when the WikiLeaks emails were released, it documented everything I had published on John Podesta getting money through a shell company set up by Russia and the Netherlands. Amazing. It's all there. And I put it in the book. I do a whole chapter exposing the, the, you know, the criminal involvement of the 
of the Democrats with Russia for money. It's amazing. And in and, and our face, too, right in our face, right in front of us. I mean, right. Nothing, uh... And lying. Yes. Lying, saying this is all about, you know, we're going to have new relationships with Russia. And then suddenly Donald Trump is you know, evil because, yeah. you know, he ordered Russian salad dressing for lunch. Right. Uh, prior, prior to him becoming president, uh, we... Vladimir Putin and, and Russia was not criticized as much as they are now. All of a sudden, they are the bad, the bad people, the evil people. Yeah, I mean, you know, under Hillary and under Putin, you know, under Hillary and Obama, they wanted to have a close relationship with Putin. Yeah, Remember yeah. that conversation that was recorded where Obama says to Medvedev about my second term, I'll have more flexibility. That's right. Now um, Putin, yes, you know, yes, we can work together. What was that all about? Yes. Well, and yet exactly. the Democrats, you know, the Democrats have been since the revolution have been in favor of Russia and were the ones who objected to the McCarthyism. And now all of a sudden, as soon as Trump is president, the Democrats have turned McCarthyite. Yes, and it's Russia, Amazing. Russia, 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 Russia. Well, just, I mean, just, and Mueller indicts thirteen loony Russians who, before the indictment is made, Rosenstein, who you know number two in the Department of Justice, comes out and says. These Russians, you know, posting on social media in the United States did not affect the election. And Donald Trump nor anybody in his campaign, none of them were involved in any agreements or collusion with these Russians who were indicting today. Mm. I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? After all this Russian, that's all Mueller could do. And I'm, I'm pointing out that the whole thing with, with an attempt you yes. to pin this Russia to lie that you know, Hillary created and, heart, and partly funded the Fusion GPS dossier, which was used to get electronic surveillance permission uh, to do wiretapping on Trump. Well, do you think that the, 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 the to get the direction or the heat of them, they put the focus on Donald Trump? Is that so we don't uh, possibly yes. go after them? They blame Trump for what they were doing. For what, for what they've done. The Democrats yes. blame Trump for what they they've were been doing. doing. And, we, and the sad part is we can prove it, you know. Yes, we can prove it. We can prove it. I prove it all. You do. Chapter and verse of the book with a lot of footnotes. Yeah. I mean, when you read that chapter in my book, Killing the State, I think it's shocking when you see exactly how much that the, you know, the Hillary and Podesta were involved in selling military technology to Russia making other deals with Russia, receiving millions of dollars, Clinton Foundation getting millions of dollars, the Russian uranium deal. And dealing with China way way back with one uh, yeah. uh, bill was the, the Russian, president. The Russian uranium deal, Hillary Clinton. Yes. The Clinton Foundation made $147 million on that deal. And uh, Russia gets 20% of the U.S. uranium. So, oh, but it can't come out of the United States. And then we find out, that the uh, you know the atomic energy protocols allowed the uranium to leave the United States. Wow. Some of it ends up in North Korea. Some of it ends up in Iran. From the U.S. through this uranium one deal, and uh, it was suppressed by Mueller uh, in the uh, when he was head of the FBI that there was a bribery investigation going on with the FBI at that time that Russia was bribing people in the uranium industry. Russia was trying to corner the uranium industry. Mm. And that was suppressed from this uh, committee on uh, a foreign investment in the United States because if Mueller let them know this, at that committee of the various 
cabinets had a, um, you know, members of that committee, various departments, the U.S. federal government. Well, they would never have allowed the Russians to do the uh, purchase of uranium one, which was a Clinton Foundation engineered deal from the beginning. Well, and he said, because, you know, I just take, I gotta take a moment and give out that we have a new call-in number. We had a little problem with the lines. Uh, the phones are gonna be open at, uh, 5, uh, 5 p.m. Uh, 516-546-2146. Uh, the other number that you guys have out there, uh, for today, maybe down the, down the road, but this evening, 516-546-2146. Six, if you have a question or statement for Dr. Jerome uh, Corsi, again, 516-546-2146. Now, you, uh, you, you know, the, your books, I, I don't know which one to target first. They're such uh, great books. Where's the birth certificate now? Uh, you, you know, I had uh, Mike Zito. You, you familiar with Mike Zito? Oh, yes, yes. sure. He was, he was my guest, and, uh, you know, and, and in fact... Joe Pyatt was my guest too, as well, and they did an extensive investigation on that. And what, right. what, what, the, Dr. Jerome Corsi, what was the outcome of that? Nothing, even though documentation, uh, everything that you would need in a solid case. Well, see, this, this was the point I'm making in this new book, The Killing yes. of Each State, is that the mainstream media won't cover it if it's, uh, if it's detrimental to the Democrats. If it shows that Obama was a fraud, if it shows that Hillary Clinton was involved in the illegal activities with her emails or mm. with the foundation or with Russia, it's covered up. And, but yet they'll attack Donald Trump, you know, for the color of his tie. Right. <laughs> and, you know, this is the problem with the deep state is that, and what Americans are watching when you see your nightly news is you're watching a drama that is, might as well say, produced and directed by the CIA, you know, with the benefit of the deep state operatives who are really, you know, treasonous to the United States who want to, you know, drug you, drug your children, and, and, you know, eventually uh, deprive the United States of its First Amendment. You know, my YouTube account just got canceled and reinstated after Mm. I, you know, made a huge fuss about it, but Google is in the process of censoring out, as, as are Twitter and Facebook, right. conservatives. Hmm. Well, that's not going to stand. That's going to have to have, that's prompted the call for an Internet Bill of Rights, which yeah. I think has now become mandatory. We have to have it. Yeah. And yeah. What, the, yep. what the left forgets is if they compromise their freedoms, the left is so intolerant. You know, the, the, the pendulum swings. The left hmm. will cry murder if anybody tried to do this to the left. Well, if they say anything negative about Obama, you're immediately arrested. Well, you, you, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, no, and this is no. the problem, is that this one-sided deep state has no respect for the First Amendment, no respect for the Second Amendment, or the Fourth Amendment, or the Constitution. And if Hillary had won, we would have been wow. quickly on the road. Wow. To the destruction of what we know as the American your books would, your Republic. Your books will be all burned. They'll all be banned. <laughs> banned and burned, you know, like, yeah. like uh, Adolf did, you know. Precisely. They would be, yeah, yeah. would be. Uh, un- I, I'm surprised that uh, 
CNN and MSNBC had you on their on their shows. That's another thing, you know. With the what? Well, you they know. did initially. They did in 2008. I don't. I doubt very much I'll be on with that. Me too. I'm sure. I would think so. I don't. I don't <laughs> think so. Right. I, I'm delighted to go on. I'll go on. I know any <laughs> show. Yes, you, you know. And uh, oh. argue out with them. No. But the point is, you know, they don't want to hear any of this. And what the book is written for, Lou, is to show how Donald Trump, what he needs to do to beat this, and he's in the process of doing it. I mean, uh, I think first he had to stop the attempt to um, impeach yes. him. correct. And that was stopped to, you know, this, I mean, this idea of Mueller being able to find anything about Russia at this point that after all this time, that all he can indict is these 13 Russians who did not impact the election. <clears throat> Mueller has nothing. Mm. There's nothing of significance. And now you go to um, the second phase, which I think is going to be a counterattack. I think, you know, that Donald Trump has been facing a propaganda war against him, yes. disinformation. But now he's getting out enough of the, where you can see that the likeness of the smoking gun, these these two lovers, the Peter Strozak and Lisa Page and the FBI and the office of Andrew McCabe was number two or th- number three in the mm. FBI. And they're hating Trump. And before the election, they're saying, we've got to make sure he doesn't win. And yes. They say, well, if he does win, we've got to have insurance. Well, the insurance is the Fusion GPS dossier that they use the electronic surveillance. They thought they could impeach Donald Trump over this Russian collusion that they would make up if they couldn't do it any better than that. But there was no substance. Uh, but there was no substance, no substance to substance. it. Yeah. So how the heck? I don't know what they were thinking. But now, as a conspiracy theorist, theorist which you are, I, now if all if all fails, for example, the uh, the impeachment, the Russian collusion, uh, his he wears a red tie. If all this, all these accusations against him fail, as a conspiracy theorist. What do you think is their next move? That they, well, what, I mean, I, I think Donald Trump has to be very concerned about his yes. life and about his security. Correct. And uh, with this, as deeply as he's confronting the CIA, the intelligence agencies, as deeply as he is exposing the criminality within the FBI and the power of justice, um, he's got to be concerned they'll retaliate. The same kind of problem that uh, John Kennedy had. Right. Uh, mm. John Kennedy should have broken up the CIA to a thousand pieces as he threatened. The day he threatened to do it, right after the uh, resolution of the Cuban Missile Crisis, when the military and the CIA had lied to him. Mm. And he didn't do that immediately. Mm. Uh, I think that um, Donald Trump has taken some of the right moves. And yes. That, uh, Jack Kennedy did not bring the military in. Uh, I think Trump has done a wise job of supporting the military and getting the military on his side and pointing the finger at the intelligence agencies. So I think Donald Trump hopefully will have some military intelligence assistance and military support to remain alive and remain in office. Mm. Uh, but, it, you know, this taking on of what could ultimately be a coup d'etat attempt from yeah. Hillary and from Obama. 
Correct. That's... To deny him the right to be president, even though he duly won the election and duly won the Electoral College vote. Correct. We're just... headed towards a constitutional crisis like we've never had before. And you know, it's sad. It's, it's like a third war world uh, country or a foreign country where the the head of the country, Donald Trump, he has to have an ally, and he has, and it's, it's the military. Isn't that amazing? He has to have a, he has to have some support because where could he go if all these federal agencies are been tainted? So he's also increasingly got, I think, the support of the American people well, who are seeing this, who correct. are realizing the uh, that you know this dossier was a lie, and the all the. You know, you, you get to this guy Bruce Orr and his wife. Mm. You know, in the in the Department of Justice, his wife ends up um, working for the Fusion GPS and writing this dossier. That the dossier has well, never been validated by the FBI, but yet mm. they took the Department of Justice took it in and told the FISA court that this was part of the evidence that Donald Trump was working with the Russians. Well, I got, Doctor, we're going to take a quick break. I want to give the number out, and then we'll continue with the FISA court uh, that we're talking about now. Uh, 516-546-2146. 516-546-2146. Hang in there, uh, Jerry, and we'll be right back, and the audience is too as well. This is WGBB AM 1240 and W240 DF FM 95.9 Freeport, New York. All right, Lou Talano, uh, Streetwise, and uh, I'm back with Dr. Jerome, of course, the author of some great books. I just want to, just quickly, I want to get back to Pfizer. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to try to name your books if I could. Uh, Unfit to Command, uh, Where's the Bird Certificate, Partners in Crime, Hunting Hitler, the Shroud Condex, The Great Oil Conspiracy, Minutemen. Uh, obviously, the latest one is Killing the Deep State. Did I miss anything? Uh, <laughs> Did I miss any book? 25, <laughs> 25 books since 2004. I've written 25 books. 25, I thought so. Wow. Just have to bear with me a minute. I think we have a little issue with the line here. We've been having trouble with, since this last storm. Uh, uh, are you with me? Doctor. Yeah, I'm right here. Okay, good, right good. Here. Okay, so uh, I just wanted to repeat the number. 25 books, did you say? 25 books since oh. 2004. I've written 25 Amazing. books. Amazing. So I did miss, uh, did miss a, uh, a few books. 546-2146 if you want to call in. 546-2146, area code 516. Now, uh, with the, the Pfizer uh, fiasco, now, if I went to court when I was a detective or went to a judge and tried to get a warrant based on, on fictitious, false, uh, you know, uh, paperwork to, to obtain a warrant, which I've got plenty of warrants in my time when I was a detective, I'd be in jail now if I did that. You know? That's right. It's a crime. Yes. Big crime. It's a crime. It's a big crime. You can't, even if you say, you submit a, uh, Something into evidence, and the judge asks you, "Is this the entire document?" You say, "Yes, sir." It turns out that, you know, or yes, ma'am. It turns out that we're, you only gave six pages of nine pages. That's a crime. Absolutely. Misrep- misrepresentation to a to an officer of the court is criminal, 
And that's what was done on the FISA court with the Department of Justice at the highest level. Mm. You know, Hillary Clinton having paid for it, bringing in opposition research that the FBI could not validate. They couldn't prove the claim. And yet, this was the basis to do electronic surveillance, and they started out with one person, Carter Page. Now, as I point out in the book, Carter Page was likely to have been working already as an undercover agent with the Department of Justice. He shows up in a case in 2015 that was also Russia collusion, and Carter Page was not indicted in that case, although he was key. Uh, it looked like an entrapment case to me. And I think they tried an entrapment case with the uh, Trump campaign. So Carter Page, peripheral to the campaign, that nobody really even knows who he is. But he starts talking to everybody and starts calling them. And so as soon as he calls or talks to Jeff Sessions about Russia, well, now the electronic surveillance extends to Jeff Sessions as the collateral person of interest. And before you know it, the entire senior group of the Trump campaign is under electronic surveillance. And then that information gets brought into the White House. Mm. And Valerie Jarrett unmasks the name. So instead of, you know, as a collateral person to try to protect the privacy of U.S. citizens involved in what should have been a foreign investigation on foreigners, the NSA is not permitted to investigate U.S. citizens, supposedly. Uh, it should have been Person A, but when Valerie Jarrett gets it, she said, well, Person A is Jeff Sessions. And then they talk about the White House and the whole group of them, and I'm sure Obama, in the middle of it, shipped that information off to the Washington Post and the New York Times to publish it, leak it. Wow. Another, these are all crimes. Wow. These are major crimes. It's like bragging about your crimes. You know, pretty much. Yeah, and then to, <laughs> and then to have committed these crimes right. in the attempt to deny an election to Donald Trump or to impeach him subsequently, with the leaking continued uh, out of the electronic surveillance. The electronic surveillance continued for at least six months wow. and maybe eight months while Trump was president, and. That makes that that brings it down to the, to the charges of sedition or treason because the purpose of this leaking was to deny him the presidency, to overturn a duly held presidential election. Well, these are these are the highest crimes you can commit. Uh, who's going to prosecute them? Well, I think that Donald Trump has been in the works with redefining and getting ready for some military tribunals. Yes, and I think that at the final stages, what I call this stage three as this play develops, and um, the Clinton Foundation is brought to justice, and the Clinton-Obama conspiracy to capture the White House from Donald Trump is exposed. Uh, there could be treason charges yep. or sedition charges uh. that are brought forth, and I think those would be properly tried in a military tribunal because you can't bring them before a uh, federal district court judge in Washington, D.C. Yeah. that Obama uh, appointed before a group of citizens who, you know, 
uh, are so biased from the beginning that they would um, they wouldn't even entertain the guilt. Mm. This is not a, this would not be a true court of your peers. This would be a, a weak partisan bias court from the very beginning. Amazing. It's amazing. I have to, what would we do, Dr. Drum? Corsi, we didn't have people like you. I mean, to expose this and people we, we talk about it. Uh, journalism, uh, journalists talk about it and people talk about certain things, but you, you like talking about being an investigator. Uh, I think your book, your book alone, I mean, would have to, would be enough, I would think, obviously, to follow up to, to prosecute. You know the people that we're talking about. I just, uh, it's it's just a mind-boggling. Well, uh, Who ever thought we'd be in this stage? You know, in this country. I think my I think this book, my book, is killing of the deep state. is going to be yes uh, impossible for the left to ignore. And I think Donald Trump will have a copy of it if he doesn't already. Right. And is aware of the book and knows the book is coming. Mm. And uh, I think Donald Trump will be, um, he'll be. The book is very strongly supportive. I've known Donald Trump for 40 years. Yep. I've worked in financial services, which I did for 25 years. Mm. I about lived in the plaza when he owned it. Huh. And I <clears throat> got to know him pretty well in those years, and we stayed in touch. Yeah. And um, I have great admiration for Donald Trump. I think he um, is capable of um, killing the deep state. And the deep state needs to be killed. We need to take all the politicalization, the weaponization of the Department of Justice, the FBI, the IRS, the Environmental Protection Agency, all these politically driven agendas, which you know aim at a globalist kind of a, uh, New World Order perspective. Uh, that's why they hate Trump. They hate Trump America first. They hate Trump restoring the steel mills. They hate Trump... Uh, restoring the coal fields. Um, you know, but fundamentally, voters have got to ask the questions that Donald Trump is asking, and that is, you know, as African-American voters, what has Donald Trump, what, what, is it, what has the Democratic Party done for the African-American voters? What is, how was, it, was their condition improved under Obama? Right. How about the Hispanic, who, uh, you know, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi abandoned in DACA? I mean, these are issues that I think are going to undermine the Democratic Party's hard move to the left, where you've got a Democratic Party run by Tom Perez, who is a Lagaza attorney, Hispanic, um, you know, should have, should reown two-thirds of the Southwest, that's Lagaza, the race, uh, and Keith Ellison, who's um, a, a, a black Muslim for Louis Farrakhan, uh, these are the two leaders of the Democratic Party. And it's really so far left, I think it threatens to marginalize itself as a European-style socialist or communist party. But in the meantime, you've got all the holdovers from the Obama administration who have mm. politicized and weaponized now the CIA, um, John Brennan, you know, uh, including National Security Council, packing it with Muslim Brotherhood, uh, Obama, I think, was on a path to move the United States fundamentally you know, in a direction that we weren't going to have national defense. We were selling Russia, Hillary, and 
Podesta, the, hi, the hypersonic technology needed for this huge missile while Obama was unilaterally disarming the United States step by step. He was. People don't realize that. Some of them are starting to realize it now, you know, just by the... Uh, I, I don't think the... Uh, I know someone like locally here, well, you know, nationally, Al Sharpton's been in the White House more times than uh, all the uh, U.S. senators combined, you know? So I, I, just, I know, and you know, and again, got to ask these politicians who have become enormously wealthy, yes, uh, to the detriment of their constituents. Oh, you know, absolutely, absolutely, and, and, and proceeded a, a personal path of, you know, trust me, and all the rest, of, and engaged in the deepest kind of corruption, the abandonment of the interests of their constituents for their personal gain. Absolutely, or you know, this is again. At the heart, I think, of the corruption, and and I, the corruption we've experienced has been both Republican and Democratic. It's been across the aisle. I think those who are true patriots, who are truly believers in the Constitution, have been equally upset at the Republican Party for its globalist ambitions, for <laughs> Republican politicians who have become mm. wealthy and you know, comfortable in Washington, and you know, forget the goals of the American worker and the American middle class, which has been largely left adrift in the, right. the last yeah. eight so years. We, uh, I think, well, obviously, the pay, it's like one big, one big club. The number 516-546-2146, 516-546-2146, if you want to call in, since we changed the lines, we're not getting too many calls, but what happens if the guests are so interesting like you, people don't want to ask questions, they want to listen to you like, just like me. Now, I had speaking of uh, conspiracies, if there is any, what happened to U.S. Supreme Court Justice Scalia? Well, now that's another whole, <clears throat> I touch upon that in the book, and killing the deep state, and that I continue to suspect that uh, Justice Scalia was murdered. Mm. And uh, the circumstances of his death are just too, you know, for an investigative reporter like me, when there's no autopsy, the family cremates the body and there's no, there's no public viewing. There's no, it, it's all too apparently a cover-up that you have to say the official explanation we're given again is a lie. And that's where I think we have to go back and, again, revisit these issues, revisit the evidence, and make sure we get the truth out of Scalia's death. But again, it, you know, this, the, the Clintons, the Obamas, um, you know, it's, look at the number of deaths that are in the wake of the careers of Bill and Hillary Clinton. Yes. Um, Vince Foster in the White House. I mean, it goes on. Keep going. We could keep going. Yes. Just yeah. And, you know, the, the point is that the deep state, this whole, CIA-controlled apparatus. I mean, John Brennan was the one whose security firm, private security firm in 2008, broke into the passport records and stole Barack Obama's passport records. Now, John Brennan was the one who spoke Arabic and professedly converted Islam and throughout the CIA. And, you know, it was impossible to even say the words radical Islamic terrorism. Oh. Uh, same as our justice system and our military, these words were eradicated, and, and this whole um, identity politics. Oh, great! And all over the place. I mean, yep. Judge, our, you know, 
Chevrapile uh, prosecuted and Perez, Tom Perez, when he was in the Department of Justice, wanted to criminally prosecute Sheriff Arpaio for daring to enforce the immigration exactly. law. Exactly. And we got a call, by the way, what, so somebody broke through, uh, Dr. Jerome uh, Corsi. Who's on the line and you question the statement for uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi? Uh, Dr. Corsi, um, very, very interesting. Uh, your books, you did extensive, intensive investigation, and I'm sure you could verify can we, everything. Can we get your name, please? Richie. Okay, yes, Richie. Uh, uh, Richie from Baldwin. Uh, anyway, uh, Dr. Kersey, uh, Bob... I can't hear the question. And, uh, oh, okay. can, you, can you, uh, we have no trouble. Uh, could you repeat again, uh, Richie? Uh, sure. Can, uh, I can't Could you hear me I now? I can't hear that. Oh, you can't hear me? Oh, I'm sorry. No. What's the, uh, am I what's, coming across? Uh, with me, I don't know what's happening. What's the, uh, Richie, maybe I can forward the question. What's the question for Dr. Kersey? Yeah, when Bob, Bob Woodward... And uh, Carl Bernstein, from they were journalists that brought the Watergate situation. Uh, Watergate. Uh, in Watergate, how come they were able to do it with their information? It was a Mickey Mouse thing oh. as compared to everything with all the books that were written by Dr. Corsi. And also, yes. ask Dr. Corsi if he has any fear of any threats or anything because yes. of all the information he's giving out. Okay. Now, what's the name? Is that Watergate again that you mentioned, Richie? Uh, Watergate would be Carl Bernstein. Carl Bernstein. And Bob, and Bob would, would do with the people with, uh, they were journalists. Mm-hmm. And they helped bring in that Watergate situation with the theft and everything, which is nothing compared to uh, what Dr. Corsi is writing about. Right. And the information that he's given out, and I'm sure he verified mm-hmm. everything okay, before Carl, he made it public. Okay, Carl Bernstein. Oh, who's the other guy, Woodward? Bob Woodward. Oh, Bob. Okay, thanks. I'll pass it on. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm listening. Okay. You, you listen to it, uh, uh, Dr. Kersey. The question is, uh, with uh, Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward and uh, Watergate, how come they were able to, to with, with, with very little information, to do what they did in regard to Nixon at that time? I think again, it was a, a little bit of a different era. Everything. The press was there willing to go after a Republican president, Richard Nixon, even in that era. Oh. But uh, I do commend, you know, the Woodward uh, and Bernstein for the investigative research they did, and others yes. who exposed Watergate. Again, it was another corruption, the corruption we're talking about in the, you know, this deep state, has, it, it didn't start overnight, and it goes back. Um, I, I think with the CIA, um, Covering up its involvement in the drug mm. trade, which has started virtually since its origin, has been one of the uh, deep, dark secrets that has largely undermined the legitimacy of the CIA uh, since the beginning. And the CIA has been involved in a lot of assassinations. It's been involved in um, overthrows of governments. Mm. Uh, we have the Church Committee. We have others that have studied the CIA, the Tower Committee. Uh, the CIA has been fully exposed, and yet, um, you know, it continues to operate in a secretive, nefarious way with its own secret agenda. Mm. And right now, the agenda has been to agree with the hard left in the Democratic Party and with the Department of Justice and the FBI to try to pull a coup d'etat off against wow. Donald Trump. Wow. Uh, this next question is uh, to you, uh, Dr. Corsi, are you concerned about yourself, you know, 
with what you are pretty much exposing. You know, Richie, I want to know are you worried about yourself being, you know? Well, I think, you know, you always have due concern. I think the point is uh, I tend to report everything I know as soon as I get it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not holding material that, you know, hasn't been reported. So right. something happens to me, it just makes what I've written more important. It draws right. more attention to it. Right. <laughs> and I'm not feeling back anything that could be kept secret if something happened to me. I've, I'm, I'm talking about and reporting what I know. Right. As I know it. As you know it, yeah. And okay. That's the that thing. And, I, you know, you have to trust in God. You have to, I'll trust that, um, you know, that there's still the basic core of American people out there. Even, you know, the message of killing the deep state is that we can save the republic. That mm. these criminals uh, can be brought to justice. That, you know, the, uh, Comey and his, uh, lies in excusing Hillary Clinton, um, uh, is gonna be investigated and is gonna ultimately be brought to justice. Right. As well as some of the, where he's been fired out of the, uh, Department of Justice or the FBI. Uh, these two should be fired. These, this, uh, Skozik, Strozik and Page were, were so hating about Donald Trump that they wanted an insurance policy. The, no, it's gonna, it's gonna stretch to Eric Schmidt, who, mm. you know, was the, um, ran Google. Because he put money into the Hillary Clinton campaign and he funded a hundred million dollars into this company, CrowdStrike. They were mm. the first company to look at the DNC computers and say, oh, it was Russia. They had Amazing. Cozy Bear and Rushy Bear metadata. Well, uh, they probably planted that metadata. That's what, we learned from Julian Assange when he had his release of CIA uh, vault techniques and their um, cyber security operations. They could make a hack look like it was Russia. Mm. All the indications are Russia did not steal the DNC's emails, but it was done by Seth Rich, mm. who was an insider. He was employed by the DNC, and he was a Bernie Sanders supporter. Seth Rich saw the extent to which Hillary, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, had engineered the primaries to beat Bernie Sanders. I think Seth yes. stole the email that got them to Julian Assange. Absolutely. They they ripped off of Bernie big time, and, uh, you know, and just, uh, uh, and again, in our face right in front of us. She won the race before, uh, she had all the delegates, let's put it that way, before Bernie even announced he was going to run. So well, this was the whole thing with the superdelegates. Bernie Sanders would huh. win the primary and come up with either the same or fewer delegates than Hillary because Hillary got the superdelegates. Well. And this was stacked. I mean, you read the WikiLeaks uh, emails. You know, the, what was damaging about them was what Hillary and Podesta wrote. Wow. They didn't write all this. You know, it, it, clearly saying how much they hated Bernie Sanders, how much they hated Donald Trump. Uh, they wanted to run against Donald Trump because they thought they could beat Donald Trump. Uh, absolutely, they would. Yes, yeah. Bernie did very well. I thought Bernie probably could have, well, I, I would say, could have won the primary. <laughs> you know, he, he, he probably he did. won the primary. <laughs> he, yeah, he probably did win the primary. Yeah. But, you know, uh, the point is that my, my hope, the book, Killing the Deep State, is written so people can understand that we have it within our power to restore constitutional rule. 
and that we need to eliminate this criminality out of our justice system and out of our intelligence agencies. Yes. Mm. They can't run on their own agenda, and they, they can't be permitted to have this um, secret agenda that is hidden from the American people with the mainstream media lying and presenting this one-sided news uh, that will never criticize Democrats, never present what's no. going on. And we have excellent material coming out of you know, uh, the House Intelligence Committee with mm. Devin Nunes, who has produced the original material, this memo on the Fusion GPS dossier and its use by Hillary and the Democrats and, uh, to try to get electronic surveillance on Donald Trump. It's shocking. People should be shocked that Donald Trump was under electronic surveillance by the Democrats. Yes. During the, uh, the collection, during the transition, and in the White House. In the White House. Uh, yes. Just a, yes. Just in the... I guess his only hope, I, I, I would say, as far as getting people prosecuted, what you said a moment ago, a uh, military tribunal. I don't know who the heck is going to put these people in jail. You know, it just. Uh, well, I think that I, I think Lou, by the time I think my book is going to have, I hope it'll have an impact when people's eyes are opened and people begin right. to see that the corruption that's been run in front of them. Why? Things have not made sense, the lies that have been told. And when this book gets out there, when it's read, and uh, you can be sure that Donald Trump is going to be reading it, oh. Donald Trump is going to be um, at the center of it. Well, I was, by the way, I still talk to, it's, it's tough to to, uh, to have a dialogue with Donald Trump, but uh, I have spoken to him in, you know, prior to the election, because my organization, the uh, first law enforcement organization, to endorse Donald Trump, even before the Border Patrol, we came out and endorsed him, and uh, I've got a lot of love uh, love letters from that as a result of doing that as well, you know. But uh, there's some people that I can talk to. Um, uh, uh, obviously, I'm going to talk about uh, the deep state, but I'm sure they know all about it, you know. And I'm sure they already have it. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure they this do. This book's going to put it on the agenda. It's yes. It, you know, the book is not going to be impossible. I think to ignore it because it's going to be out there. And it's going to be talked about. People are going to see it, and it's going to um, call into question the lies that we've been told and the corruption that is at the heart corruption, of the lies, uh, corruption, lies, It's just amazing. It just you know, it, it sort of it turns me personally because I've been in law enforcement, like I mentioned, uh, involved and still involved, you know, fraternally. But uh, to to see how uh, our top Federal organizations uh, just doing what they've done, and the book is the deep state, folks. You got to get this book, the deep state, and you'll see with Dr. Jerome. I'm sorry to kill the killing. I know killing the deep state. You know, it's killing me to even think about all these uh, things that they've done. You know, killing the deep state. Just a and the subtitle is the plan to save President Trump, and there is a plan in place and it's being implemented to save yeah. Donald Trump. And if you want to understand what the plan is and how he's going to survive and beat the deep state, I think this book really will show you in advance the steps that Donald Trump is taking. Right. And I, I, I pray we'll succeed. Mm. Yeah, well, we do have to. We do have to protect him. No two ways about it. And uh, 
uh, I hope we don't have to protect you, by the way. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. so, <laughs> but uh, I don't think I don't think so. I think you're in good I write two articles a month for the uh, law enforcement uh, charitable foundation, oh. which is done to support the um, uh, <clears throat> state and local police across the country. Oh, and, I appreciate um, that. Jim Fitzgerald runs that organization. It's a very good organization. Mm. <clears throat> and I've been very strongly supportive of law enforcement my entire career. Wow. It's, um, uh, it's just um, uh, amazing, you know, uh, what other book do you think? I mean, you've 25 books you've written, you know. Anyone that's outstanding that could connect to what we're talking about now? You well, I, I think the two most important the right. book, The Partners in Crime on the Criminal Foundation, uh, yes. I think will be reread, and I think that's coming back. Well, sure. And, and mm-hmm. then there's this whole uh, book on the 